Yeah, he he should have been Typhoon. He sir, he he should have worn a Typhoon hat into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> he did more of his career there. The other guy, he was just fucking telling people to write letters to Hulk Hogan to collect names for a catalog. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> The bottom line is that everybody in this industry is a fucking asshole, except for AC Romero. That's right. Yeah. That guy's a fucking genius. Oh, and and JT Dunn as well. I heard that you... uh, Why am I conducting the show when I'm not in the show? From Television City in Hollywood. The following rustic exhibition requires discretionary viewer participation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of GFA Live. I am your host, Peter Winson, and we continue our march through early 1992 WWF, looking at the February 8th, 1992 edition of WWF Superstars. And there's nobody I would rather have than the man who has been in all 86 GFA Live episodes man who has been described as the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, but among medical coders, Mr. Keithy Langston, how are you? I'm doing good today, Pete. How are you? (laughs) I think there's a real disconnect between what we're talking about now and what we were talking about two minutes ago. Well, yes, but I'll fill everybody in. Uh, prior to <laughs> prior to us prior to us coming on the air, we were we were talking about look, Dusty, I'm a face now, and just how uh, t- typhoon of the natural disasters. Ha- there must have been some magic in that old tugboat they found, <laughs> and he just came back to life as uh, Fred the. What did you call him, Fred the Smiling Man? As the smile for the smiling jackass, Fred, Fred Ottman. Yes. Fred Ottman, Fred the smiling jackass Ottman. Because uh yeah, man, when they when they became faces in ninety two, oh boy. There's a lot of smiles. They, 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 really they, they must have had a great dental plan because freaking <laughs> tugboat, typhoon, whatever you want to call him, he was showing off those pearly whites. <sighs> but the, and it's the, a shame and it's a shame the shockmaster had to have that helmet on that would cover up such a great smile, too. It's <laughs> What's really a shame is that he was he became such a despicable heel in 91. Remember, he had the great promo where he was going to, oh, we're going to chew you up and spit you out. And, like, he becomes this phenomenal heel. Meanwhile, Earthquake has always been kind of a tweener in my book. Uh, you know, since, I mean, the most despicable act Earthquake ever did was squashing Damien. Yet the most admiral act he ever did was squashing Hulk Hogan on Brother Love. I, I don't understand. <laughs> But, uh, you know, Earthquake, it seemed natural that uh, the natural Earthquake was going to become, you know, a a face. But I thought Typhoon really had – he hit his stride when he became a heel. And then all of a sudden he turns face. You know, I I think Earthquake's face turn – and I I think we might be spending uh, too much time on this. Because we're actually going to get to the freaking face turn in a future episode not long from now. (laughs) No. I I think it was definitely precipitated by – Yes, Earthquake's a, a pet murderer. He, he murdered Damien. But he now Jake's but Jake's in the heel locker room, and Earthquake hates Jake enough that he's like, you know what? I'm just going to turn face, 
I mean, I, I can't stand to be in the same room as this guy. I, I'd rather just, you know, smile and pretend I like, you know, Savage and, and Warrior when he comes back. Sure. To have to hang out with that guy. I, it is it is amazing over the course of history, just heel and face turns. When you see, like, how despicable some heels have been, and then all of a sudden we're supposed to love them and cheer them on again. Well, uh, the example a lot of people point to is the 87 Survivor Series because you got Ricky Steamboat shaking hands with the Macho Man like yeah. less than a year after Savage tried to kill him with the ring yeah, belt. Yeah, him. And then, and then Orndorff and Hogan together mm. in that. I mean, I don't know. You could probably nitpick and find those on like any show. I Absolutely. Guess. But no, I, I but I agree. And then also there's the flip side, which is. We're supposed to hate a guy like Roman Reigns who had cancer. <laughs> like, I don't want to hate a guy that had cancer. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But let, let's, on that note, let's go back to 1992. <laughs> when no one had cancer. <laughs> well, we'd probably get cancer from the plutonium that's needed for the uh, flux capacitor. Oh, uh, I have come into some information about this very, very busy weekend in World Wrestling Federation history that. Oh. So when the, I guess when they sent out Wrestling Challenge, there's two different versions of Wrestling Challenge, one dated Saturday and one dated Sunday. Oh. And on the Sunday one, I would assume that they would only send it to markets in which it's airing or to stations where it's airing on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. They reference the Saturday night's main event and oh. every, everything that happens. So I'm telling oh. you right now that we're going to be watching that. We're and watching the Sunday one. No, we're watching these superstars, but we're going to watch the challenge from the next day oh, okay. on, our, on our next show. Oh, good. Because that also has the uh, Sid Barbershop segment, which <laughs> is going to require an approximately 47 minute breakdown of everything that happened. I mean, yes, <laughs> I mean, there's one particular thing that happens to Sid that, you know, also happens in a lot of not safe for work Internet videos. But let, let's put that aside. So wait, so is this this is is this the episode of Superstars where Sid sincerely apologizes? Well, I'm I'm sure that they're gonna. Well, didn't they only air that on the main event? They might have aired the Sid apology a little bit later in like hmm. you know, maybe recapping or something. I'm sure I'm sure it was yeah. on somewhere. Recapping, yeah, recapping to to hype the feud going into WrestleMania. I just want to cut off something before you accuse me of uh, malfeasance here that, you know, I, I've been texting you that, that I've been watching these shows ahead, but it's so late at night. I barely retain information. So I just send a text storm to you <laughs> as kind of like a memory of like what the hell I'm talking about. Sure. And this fucking perfect with his goddamn windbreaker. <laughs> like why? I I just did a bit where I was like, Vince would never allow him to wear that windbreaker. And here he is. He's making me look like a jackass. Wearing the goddamn windbreaker again. <laughs> How many text messages, seriously, have I sent to you complaining about Perfect's uh, friggin' windbreaker? Like, at least seven. At least, at least, if not more. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you're, you're, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a bone of contention with you is... <laughs> Perfect windbreakers. I've never it's, seen it. It's very unnatural. I've become very windbreaker conscience conscious <laughs> over the last month or sh- month or so of doing these early ninety two WF shows. Yes. 
McMahon. Hulk Hogan must be trying to earn his merit badge and stupidity to wrestle Ric Flair. It's a long, hard road. You're going to need more than a little pimply-faced Boy Scout to help you across that street on my honor. See, he's he's not perfect. That wasn't, yeah, that was not a perfect joke. I might, uh, you know, just want to. <laughs> yeah, perfect had a very low batting average for his start of superstar bits, I think. Yeah. See, I didn't want you to miss Flair in the funeral parlor, so no, I'm going to skip right to challenge. Oh, we got a special debut here this week. Yeah, Papa Shango. And he, it's, they also bill his debut on cha- on challenge as well. It's like, well, they can't both be debut. I guess debut on that particular program. Oh, here are the natural disasters. Yeah, and there's there's Jimmy, who supposedly double-crossed him the day before, even though that's not what happened. Mm. So so brazen to try and like put one over on the public like that in 1992. Come on, we're on to you. Just okay, so... No, go yes, ahead, go, no, I no, was just going to say, just because we're the American public doesn't mean that we're stupid. Come on. No. All right, sorry, so this airs on um, February April 8th. 8th. February 8th. Why did I say February April? 8th. Jesus. February 8th of 1992. Mm-hmm. And the tag title change took place on February 7th? Um, I may be off by like a day or three. No, because I was going to say, I was going to say, I was like, is that, that's interesting that they didn't open up the show, say, because they would open the show if there would, if there was like a change at a house show. I mean, they would do that from time to time. Yeah. So that's I why mean, I, I, those you know, kind of title changes didn't happen very often, though. No, they didn't. Oh, Earthquake with the lovely power slam. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I worry with watching this, you know, this sequence of shows is that I'm making the same jokes week after week about everything that's happening because it is, you know, relatively similar. No, I think I think we have enough jokes in the <laughs> there's enough jokes to go around. Earthquake just did the uh, bicep flex, which I, I love that he was just a, a big fat guy who was uh, not afraid to show off his bicep. He had a little bit of a bicep there. I, I'm not going to. Uh, you know, he did a little bit. I well, don't here's, know. Here's Typhoon and the uh, nipple nipple watch is, a, is an effect. So, <laughs> yes, it's it, it, not much room for error based on those straps. No. And it would only be a few short years later that we would see a nipple on uh, the halftime show <laughs> at the <Yeah>. Super Bowl. <laughs> Somebody's going to have Fred by the, naked by the end of this match. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> it would have been great to see to see Fred Ottman with the with that sun, sunshine nipple clamp that uh, <laughs> Janet Jackson wore. <laughs> the Super Bowl halftime show with Justin Timberlake and Fred Ottman. <laughs> Who's Fred Ottman? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We're gonna have a legal nip slip on the, on this uh, uh, Super Bowl. All right. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been a big deal if Janet Jackson had ripped off Justin Timberlake's shirt. It would have. It would have been fine. Mm. You know, I missed that moment at that Super Bowl. The Patriots were in in the game because I was outside smoking during halftime. So let that be a lesson, kids. Uh, don't start smoking. I feel like there was something going on. Not halftime heat, although it could have been a halftime heat, but there was definitely something else going on that we were watching instead of the halftime show, because who the frig actually watches the halftime show? Um, You know, I mean, let's be honest, although I did watch the one that Tom Petty 
did a few years ago. And then also I, I got very excited for the weekends, uh, which I think was last year. Okay. But um, other than that, I usually don't watch the halftime show and I forget what we were watching. There was something else. It could have very well have been like the lingerie bowl. Remember they used to air that <laughs> shit. And I think I remember we did watch it because then I remember like whoever I was with said, geez, we didn't really even see any nipples in that. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm resentful that I can't bet on the kitten bowl. Oh, yeah, because the Bengals, the Bengals are actually in the real Super Bowl this year. Oh, oh, excuse, it's usually... excuse me, the big game. <laughs> I know, seriously, you're, shh, shh, we don't want to get sued. I, I every time, every time I see that on advertisements, the big game, it's like, isn't that the name of the book from that Seinfeld episode where George and Jerry steal the Nazis limo? <laughs> Which is an incredible <laughs> sentence bearing a lot of weight. It is called. It is called the game. Yeah. I believe it's called the game. Yes, but uh, I thought you were going to say it's the book that George tries to bring back to Brentano's, mm-hmm. but that, it wasn't called the big game. Oh, are we ready? Are we getting ready for an update segment? Yeah, that's right. Uh, the update from the pages of the World Wrestling Federation magazine, the one with oh, they they're onto the one where Flair's got the belt on the cover and looks. Uh, it's like a guy from Love Boat or something. That, Jean's, uh, it, Jean's back with the tug, the target tie. Oh, is is he wearing that tie? Is, does he have his giant hangover glasses too? <laughs> no, no hangover glasses. Did he get hung? Yeah, hung over with Hogan. Hung over Hogan oh. last week. <sighs> Damn tie. Oh, we got WrestleMania news. Gigantic main event. It pits the World Wrestling Federation champion Ric Flair. <laughs> Against the challenger, the immortal Hulk Hogan. <laughs> now that's a screen grab right there. The Flair and Hogan, WrestleMania. Oh, shit, that didn't happen.com. Can, can, can you do me a favor? Can you can you click on the soundbite that you have currently up? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> should probably give you access to a soundboard. <laughs> Maybe. Eventually we'll have a soundboard. Maybe when we get to show 100. <laughs> I can break up my party. Yeah. That's true. I know. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Billy. And this Saturday Hogan, Hogan looks so happy in that photo, too. He looks like he's fired up. Oakland's just talking about the Mountie Piper match that happens at the Saturday Night Main Event. Now, I just found out that Brett the Hitman Hart has challenged the winner of this one to oh. an intercontinental title defense at WrestleMania. And, and a young man in Malden, Mass. is very pissed off about it. <laughs> he's so entitled. Well, I felt that he was just being a little presumptuous. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at Sid. Look at how happy he is. <laughs> I think those are two pictures melded together. Oh, you thought? Oh, uh, yeah. It, hey, that picture kind of makes Sid look bad. It makes him look like a fanboy. <laughs> like, wow, a man's ripping off his shirt in front of me. Hulk Hogan. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Why don't Why don't they uh, have uh, Sid? Uh, why don't they have Sid up on the pedestal and Hogan looking at him like with the Nancy Reagan blowjob eyes? You would think that, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy Reagan. Uh, hey, hey, do do your own Google search for Nancy uh, Davis and uh, certain words. <laughs> Nancy Davis back in the day. Mm-hmm. That trended on that trended on Twitter. <laughs> oh, we have more press conference. Oh. <laughs> Here we are at the Last Supper. <laughs> The Zubas are out in full effect. Yeah. Oh, oh, look, my blonde is kind of seen inside. Oh, she kind of looks like Malibu Stacy. 
not, I'm not sure if that's necessarily my type. <laughs> Malibu Stacy. Yeah. I'm sure if somebody watch if somebody watched this video, and I'm sure that this is fairly close to the one that's on YouTube. And I guess they're just re-airing it. So we get to hear Tunney in his just horrible speech again. Oh, I love I love Vince Vince. I love Mean Gene is so belligerent here. Hold off on the questions, please. Yeah, uh, well, I made the joke that I'm surprised he didn't pull out a revolver and fire it into the air just to, you know, send a message. But (laughs) it reminds me that there there was an incident in Boston sports history. And before people roll their eyes, this is actually this is not something that I think is that well known Mm -hmm. is when the Bruins retired Bobby Orr's number. Yeah. the, The ceremony comes off as kind of like a fiasco. Yeah, because the crowd obviously because or left on bad terms. And then when he came back to have his number retired, um, they 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 wanted to go nuts for him. And the host of it was like this globe writer. Uh, I think his name was uh, Tom Fitzgerald, who could basically tell the crowd to shut the fuck up for like seven straight minutes. It's so weird. It's so shut, awkward shut, to watch. Shut, shut, shut the fuck up. Shut, shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> He, so he was not as effective as Mean Gene Oakland, who hushed no. this gathering of Titan employees. Put that cigarette out. <laughs> There's no smoking on set here. They they had policies, or they had one of those ashtrays like just outside the door, or something. Mm. You know, the one that's in like the top cylinder with the little rocks, like outside yes. the hotel. Yes. Anxiously awaiting a shot at Ric Flair's. World Wrestling Federation title. See, he forgot the name of the promotion. He had to hesitate. He, did. <laughs> he almost said he almost said Maple Leaf Wrestling. <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. <laughs> Maple Leaf Wrestling and the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> wink. Wink wink wink. Choosing an opponent has been especially difficult. <laughs> no, it hasn't. That's it. Oh, Oakland just filled his glass with water. I'm seeing new things here. Are we seeing an alternate angle? We might be seeing, yeah, because it has, my favorite part, though, was Sid just, Sid going, like, pointing his thumb at him, going, me, like, who has two thumbs and is going to be in the main event at WrestleMania? This guy, like. See, that's the problem. I think he only used his right hand. He didn't, he didn't use both hands to point at himself, but let's, yeah. let's, we'll, we'll see it on the replay. Up here are five of the uh, challengers. No, this is where Tony does the <laughs> awkward five, introduction. Five of the supposed challengers. I like the person who yells out Piper's name after he's like, Roddy Pirate, Piper! Piper! Yeah, word. (laughs) Why is he so pissed? On my left, Sid Justice. See, he's only pointing pointing himself with his left. He should have done both fingers. And then he could have sued Rob Van Dam for (laughs) gimmick infringement. For everything. (laughs) Every year, years later. Oh, so that's why Rob Van Dam. That's where you got the point at yourself thing. Not from like every jobber on 1980s TV. Because <laughs> that's the thing they would do. <laughs> that is the thing they would do. Yeah. So Macho and Sid sitting next to each other. It's it's a wonder, you know, they must have a good relationship, you would think just on the basis of Sid uh, saving the wedding reception. Absolutely. And you know that that relationship carried over into WCW <laughs> and the what up match years because Savage and Savage and Sid were like buddies during the what up match era. 
Mach never forgot. Mach, Mach was a good. Was a, he was always a good brother to Lanny, and I'm sure you could count on him being a good friend to Sid. Even though fact, they, even though they would have house show matches against each other leading up to WrestleMania eight. In fact, I don't know if you know this, but the one of the reasons why Savage refused the Hall of Fame induction for many many years is because Sid wasn't included as well. Oof. He, he wanted he, Sid, Lanny, and Angelo all to be inducted at the same time, <laughs> but not Elizabeth. Sid is a uh, well. I mean, you, you got a divorce there. I, I can understand that, but I, I did not know Sid. Apparently, an extended member of the Poffo family. We have learned yeah. today on GFA Life. <laughs> extended like his Macho thumb. Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> and Hulk Hogan. And there he is. <laughs> Look at how hungover he is. <laughs> oh, 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 Terry. No more Jaeger bobs, brother. <laughs> That's not going to work for me, brother. <laughs> there were a few people booed among the yeah. press corps. Of course they booed. Nobody wanted Hogan to win. Oh, they, there's, there's there my blonde is. again. There's your blonde. Mm. <laughs> I have reached a decision. Come on, come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Rick Flair for the World Wrestling Federation title. Challenge. The Hoosier Dome at WrestleMania 8. He's, he's the worst. Be... He looks right at Sid. Looks at Sid. Let Sid stand. Look at that. They're, they're kind of making eye contact there. Oh, he's staring right at fucking Sid. He is staring right at Sid Justice, and watch. He lets Sid stand up and look like a total asshole. I mean, I know this is not 1080p we're looking at here. It's more like 10p in terms of the resolution. But yeah. Tony is definitely looking directly into Sid's eyes and perhaps is stealing part of his soul. He's he's looking in his eyes the way you look into Sid's eyes, <laughs> lovingly. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, 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 Anybody who likes to look into Sid's eyes would like the show image from last week, which is basically the giant picture of Sid. <laughs> Although I did change the banner of the GF Alatow pod Twitter uh, to the picture of Sid smiling. Why? Because I'm Sid Justice. <laughs> Hulk Hogan! Yeah. <laughs> look at Savage's face! Look at Savage's face of bewilderment right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh? He's going, uh? <laughs> well, you made the pet and passionate argument that he had the least chance out of any, or he had the least case out of everybody at the dais. Sure. <laughs> dais. <laughs> I'm just saying that Sid, Sid's case rests on him finishing second in the Royal Rumble <laughs> because he was injured for pretty much the entire time from before uh-huh. Survivor Series to the Royal Rumble. Sure. And John Cena was injured forever and then came back, entered 30th, won, and then got the shot. Yeah. Like I said, like I said before, at the very least, Sid should have been granted a universal title shot. <laughs> at some point. When was the universal title created? But 2016? Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and there's Sid ripping up his lab report. Johnny's <laughs> announcement at that big press conference. Okay. Well, well, now we get to hear uh, Sid's thing from the yeah from the press conference. He said, "Justice, you are obviously not shut pleased up. with the news." Hey, yo, shut up! 
<laughs> Notice how they all flew back? They were all like, whoa! I, I think they actually enhanced the sound because those reporters didn't sound as loud previous week. I, I think there's I think there's been some sound manipulation. You think there's some WWF sound manipulation? Telev- yes, on WWF TV. I know that's it's shocking and unheard of. It's where... shocking to think that Sid Justice is going to have sound manipulation on WWF television. I'm going to say something. What happened at Royal Rumble? It was simple. I was the last man standing. <laughs> Didn't we say that that was Tim Allen instead? I don't. <laughs> I would be the world champion if it wasn't for you, Hogan, pulling me out from outside the ring. So I I have a theory on that Fox 23 microphone now. (laughs) Okay. I think Vince stole it. I think Vince, like some reporter came and he like asked for it or something. And oh, okay. He, he took it off the microphone. Yeah. What I I still love the fact that you can hear all you hear is like ski 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 ski. Like who's taking this many pictures of Sid Justice? <laughs> yelling, I might add. Like he's not doing anything. He's just yelling. Hey, get you're getting him in his moment of passion. I was the last man standing. <laughs> Now, what you did, Jack Tunney, was bogus. Yep, yep. The bo- bogus act you've ever pulled off. A wrestling president <laughs> did something bogus? I'm not a big movie star like Hulk Hogan, the big immortal one himself. A movie star. Is it because Sid Justice is the newcomer? See, well, he's the newcomer this. relative to the others. I know. Couldn't beat Rick and there's, there's a close-up the again. Day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can. Why? 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 W H W H W A W Y. Why? Hawaii. And he's got nothing. He doesn't have a poppy seed stuck in his tooth. Nope. He has perfect teeth. Those are perfectly t- perfect teeth. <laughs> this man is a goddamn Greek god. Because Sorry, I just tried to replay why. And I, completely, why? I completely failed. Why? Sid Justice rules the world. Not a happy Sid Justice. Love- Sid. <laughs> it's just funny his name's Sid. Sid! <laughs> Sid, please! Uh- Oakland, my God! It looks like he spent three months on the uh, three weeks on the beach. Almighty! On the beach, uh, that, dude, that dude had that more than his share of my ties at a uh, beachside bar. Just an operating theory of mine. Mr. Justice had these comments. Oh, so Mr. Ju- Mr. Justice apparently Mr. Gene Justice. Gene is uh, abiding by the New York Times style guide. The New York Times style guide. Sid, it sounds like you got something to say. Do you? Yes, I certainly do. <laughs> See, the problem is... <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at him. See, the problem is... <laughs> the problem is... The problem is this rubber band engine is what it is. I... God, I, I love this promo so much. Like, I know. I, uh, I, if I could liquefy it, I, I would drink it every single day. 
for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, uh, and no, you and have a sensible dinner. You drink it for breakfast, and lunch, and have a sensible dinner. Winston, you're insane. Everybody knows you can't liquefy a promo. You can only make it a solid or a gas. <laughs> you're insane, Winston. Wrong. I'm perfectly sane. Everyone else, however, is insane and trying to steal my magic bag. Good. <laughs> And if anybody has taken what I said the wrong way, I apologize. And to you, Hulk Hogan, I sincerely apologize. <laughs> I need, you know what? I should just uh, play that at the top of every show. You know, I, I'll tell you this. Um, whenever there was a, there was a, there was a person I used to work with at uh, my old, 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 old job that um, uh, they, they were, they, they were. Let's just say they were difficult to work with. And instead of instead of obviously saying something very inappropriate, I would just say that that person was uh, very passionate about their job. And everybody knew what I meant when I said passionate. I got that kind of from I would also say if I was being completely dishonest with somebody, I would sincerely apologize. <laughs> I swear to God, since February of 1992, if ever I was going to apologize to somebody and it was total bullshit, I would go, I sincerely apologize. Apologize. Happy 30th birthday to Keith's form of the bullshit apology. <laughs> I sincerely apologize. I mean, it's the best. You know he didn't want to apologize to Hulk Hogan. Who does? Yeah. Well, I think he, tur- he turned it on thick for, for that part of the promo. Sure. But everything Absolutely. up to that point felt legitimate. Yeah, I think he was ups- I think he was misunderstood and he wanted people to know that he was misunderstood and he was still trying to appeal to the b- greater audience, the broader audience and say that he was sorry. I'm I'm so glad we're covering this again because uh, Sid, Sid Justice was done dirty and we need to have a full accounting of what yes. happened and that maybe he was not quite as at fault. You know, no. maybe, maybe Hulk Hogan wasn't such a good guy after all. I don't know. Obviously, ladies and gentlemen, Sid Justice is eager to mend his ways with the Hulkster. And that's good news in light of the fact that Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice this Saturday night team up to meet Ric Flair and The Undertaker on Saturday night's main event. You that match at the time was such a huge star power match, like, for me. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I had seen a little WCW with Flair, and uh, so, and I read the magazines. So I knew he was a big freaking deal, and uh, they're playing the Fox promo here. It was this is probably what was left in in this video as opposed yeah. to the other one. Unfortunately, I can't remember what the event centers were now. Sometimes that's a good thing, though, because I can't. I, I again. I can't cheat on the Piper Coke scale because I don't remember watching this before. That's okay. Yeah. The answer I, to Piper's cheat scale is always 15. No, I, on a scale of on a scale of 0 to 14 it's 15. I remain convinced that he's going to be sober and rational one of these times. <laughs> is this match what I, Oh my god, it's oh, Virgil god. Virgil versus Cado. <laughs> and yeah. Paul Diamond about to Paul, Paul Diamond about to uh, get it on here with Soul Virgil. <laughs> Soul Train Jones. Yeah. You could tell that the crowd cheering when they go to those close ups, they're cheering a much more popular wrestler who just came out. 
than than Virgil would be at this point in time. They were cheering. They were cheering Sid. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they do. Just bring Sid out and get people to cheer. He'd go back, and then they'd use that footage to try and get Virgil over. <laughs> I feel that the current WWE product is missing a guy like Kato. Really? Yeah, like just a total job out of the stars. You know, that's what they yeah. need. Well, that's kind of what uh, Cardona was, right? I mean, uh, when he was Zack Ryder, God. Yes, yeah. they don't have him right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't watched the TV in many months now. I mean, I think probably the last time I watched any of the TV when that was when I was at the Raw with you. He, he he's a champion in in a company now, or at least he was up until like just recently. Oh. And I think it's it might be like CS CZW maybe. Is that still around? Oh, uh, it's a G, G, GCW. Yeah, I think well, he's a GCW champion. Yeah, I, I know that 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 whole thing went down, but I'm sorry. Everything Chelsea Green does is cringe, and uh, she needs she needs to just stop talking for a while, in mm. my opinion. Mm. Uh, I hit the pause button here because this is very important. Sure. You, you, it, it, what you don't want to hear a Repo Man inset promo on Virgil? Haven't no. you sat? Haven't you sat on the toilet and wondered what would a Repo Man promo about Virgil sound like in February of '92? Um, let's see. Wonder no more. Hey Virgil, somebody told me you're a little bit upset at me. I'd like that because there's only one more thing I have to repossess, and that's your career. <laughs> This is all an actual shoot, you know. You're not wrong, Repo Man. Because <laughs> Darsaw was very upset about doing the J-O-B to Virgil at the SummerSlam Spectacular wearing that mask. Yeah. So he's decided to create this Repo Man persona to pursue his revenge. Who was he at that one? Was he just like Mr. X or something? Uh, Yeah, it was something very, very plain. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember we played that guessing game for about... I don't know, 45 minutes, and I couldn't figure out who the frig it was. <laughs> I was like, I, I think I kept saying Nikolai, and you were like, no, it's not fucking Nikolai. <laughs> I mean. Is it well, a jackal? Like... A jackal? A jackal? 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 Does his birth certificate say Barry Darsow? Okay. Uh, yeah. Darsow. Right. Finally. Jesus. Why well, it took you to get all the way there before you would ask that question. <laughs> that question. So Cato's getting some offense here. Lots of offense. Nice to see. A couple, couple Memphis legends from 86 going at it. <laughs> well, I think you were always going to get a lot of offense whenever you were facing against uh, Virgil. Uh, oh god yeah i mean is, is this as far away from memphis 87 as uh any anybody can think of yeah actually wf 92 to memphis 87 probably isn't that much of a leap he's doing it on a larger venue ah, i'm probably full of crap on that oh million dollar dream oh the old standard yeah <laughs> And so, so why is Virgil okay? We're giving Virgil a victory over Cotto here. So, we trying to rebuild him up the pecking order. 
No. <laughs> I thought he was going to try to rip the mask off there for a second. It's like, don't do that to Paul Diamond, because then we're all gonna, we're going to remember him for is getting his hair cut by uh, Joe Ledoux and uh, getting his mask stripped off by Virgil. Yakazuma. <laughs> we're we're coming up soon on the uh, Virgil gets a nose guard thing. More on that when we get that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sergeant Slaughter and Hacksaw. Oh, Please do not give us another Slaughter and Duggan. When they take on the natural disasters, earthquake and typhoon. Oh. And the intercontinental title oh. holder, Rowdy Roddy Piper, will face the World Wrestling Federation champion, Ric Flair, in the main event. All right. Okay. I don't know. Who's, who's going to be first? Okay, Flair's going to be first, and Perfect's oh. wearing a fucking suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Flair's still in a robe. Yeah. It's unclear why Flair can't cut the whole promo, but I guess them playing off each other works too. Yeah, although you know, and maybe this is—I don't know—maybe this is sacrilege, and and I apologize if it is. Um, I think Perfect as a promo was okay, but clearly him as a commentator was awful. Yes, and I think it was it all depended on who he was playing off against in his speaking roles, because obviously with Ric Flair or Bobby Heenan, he's going to do great. But like and and, and promo, he was okay. He was good with the promo when he was just, you know, talking about whoever he was. But that was kind of it. You know, don't you get that feeling that that was kind of it? Yeah. Yeah. He's not he's not like a he's not as natural of a talker as like. John Cena or Roddy Piper or, you know, I just, I don't know. No, I, no, I agree with that. I mean, uh, there, there is something lacking. There's a lot of like those wah, wah jokes at the beginning yeah. of, of superstars. But I mean, but at the end of the day, you're probably going to listen to these next 30 seconds and be like, oh, okay, well, that was a good promo. Yeah. Everywhere we go and everything we do, people point their fingers and say, there goes Mr. Perfect. There goes the World Wrestling Federation champion, Ric Flair. When they say, you, Piper, you know what they say? I don't know, Jan. You know what else they say, Mr. Perfect? Wow! Look at that Learjet! Wow! Look at that limousine! Hmm. Maybe I should do the Flair Coke scale. <laughs> um, I just want to point a contention. Flair said when people see Roddy Piper, they go, who? Or I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody knew who the fuck Rowdy Roddy Piper was. <laughs> yeah, and people only do that for Jim Neidhart. That's the only person that they say who. Who, who, who. <laughs> That's got to be the WWF champ, Ric Flair. And Mr. Perfect can't be Roddy Piper. He's not the World Wrestling Federation champion, but what he is is a man on a mission, a man crying the blues, a man tired of being second best. Piper, I'm looking you right in the eye and telling you you're second best. You can't beat me. I'm the man. I'm the champ. Piper, come on down. Woo. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's a ballsy statement right there, saying Piper's number two. Oh, well, yeah, because that has two different meanings. No pun intended. (laughs) And no pun intended of that. No pun intended of that. But, yeah, I mean, the Flair's promo work during this time, 
uh, might be underrated or, you know, or at least not not held to the same regard as like, you know, the TechWord studio, you know, yeah. two, two minutes and, and, and all that. But once again, we're, we're going to hear from Piper. And uh, let's bring back go. the Piper. I should get a sponsor for the Piper Coke scale because <laughs> he's going to do a promo on every show. It's the Piper Coke scale brought to you by CarMax. Actually, like, oh, this is about somebody you're estimating the amount of cocaine that they are under the influence of. Sponsored by Carmax. I've been I've been not very good at this. I'm like you on the WWF live event one. Hey, hey. Uh, (laughs) But this time, I think Piper is going to be really excitable. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put it at a ten and a half. Okay, you're going ten and a half. Mm Hmm. I'm going to say Piper. All right, I'm going to go a little different here. And I'm going to say Piper is at a 35. <laughs> All right. <laughs> By the way, it was nice. the usual scale of 0 to 14. 0 <laughs> meaning perfectly sober. 14 meaning 8 a 3-car garage. 3-car garage. Yes. Oh, I know, Flair. You out partying now. You're coming out of the Royal Rumble like you the only guy that come out a champion. I think I bid low again. <laughs> uh, 35 seems to be the number to beat, folks. Yes. <laughs> I really, the, the one thing I do wish about this promo, he's wearing that rowdy shirt with him wearing the... Um, that that blue that, like, thing, yeah, that blue denim jacket. <laughs> I wish that the Piper shirt had a picture of him wearing the Piper shirt, <laughs> and we would just have this fucking infinite regression of Roddy Piper. <laughs> Inception. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know people have said that about why does the Oriole on the Orioles hat wearing a different hat than the Orioles hat? It should just be. It should just. <laughs> it should just be a bird that continues in, you know, for infinite regression. A hat. <laughs> you out there driving limousines? Notice driving limousines. I don't even ride in a man. I got a jeep. I got nothing fancy. You got gold all over you, spending your money, fast women. I comes to fight. You ain't beat me at nothing. Don't you go around. You said, oh, Roddy Piper, yeah, he's a legend around here, and I did it. I ain't no legend. I'm a fighter, mister. And that's what you got to contend with. After fact, this Friday's Valentine's Day. But I'm going to break more than your heart, baby. The hot Scott is out to burn Ric Flair. <laughs> All right. He's going to throw a fireball at him? Huh. That is a... Uh, oof. Yeah. I- I'm going to say it was uh, at least 18, 19, somewhere in there. Oh, so I so I may have actually beat you on that one because you you went comically high like you yeah. thought you thought he was going to have like a face full of powder around his nose. I mean, <laughs> face full of. Yeah, I thought Piper was actually going to be in the process of eating said garage. <laughs> <laughs> you, need a knife, you need a knife and fork. That's not a hand food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. God, that guy looks uh, jobberific that Jake's going up against. What was his name? D.D. Russell? Yeah. D.D. Russell. How about that, huh? 
Russell with one L, by the way. He's going to have another L on his record after <laughs> in about three minutes. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, Jake. Oh. He's cheering Jake. Yeah. So you wow. me. He's like, you know what? Randy Savage kind of, he kind of brought it on himself by not inviting him to the bachelor party. Yeah. Well, I will say this, that I had always, obviously, I had always been a fan of Jake. And one of the things that was conflicting for me was that he did it to Savage. Like, if he had done anything to anybody else, I would have been 100% on board with Jake the Snake. In fact, I was 100% on board with Jake the Snake because previously he was tormenting the Ultimate Warrior. And we all know what I think of the Ultimate Puke. (laughs) So... So you you took the Jake heel turn hard because it, it was a complex time for you once it got pivoted onto Savage. Yes. Hmm. And I was upset by this. Yeah. You, you know what? I, I, I don't know why. I, I kind of bought in on the, on the Jake heel turn. I, I was an early adopter, even though I didn't like Warrior that much either. I just thought, wow, that was pretty low, you know, burying him there and then just leaving him. That was that was when Jake turned heel to to me. It, the the snake bite was for everybody else. I I just thought it was a dick move to leave Warrior buried like he's a, a dad on the beach. You dick. <laughs> I don't recognize that referee. Do you do you uh, recognize him? No, it's not yeah. a young Mike Kyoto, is it? Oh, is it Danny Davis? It's Danny Davis. Oh, it is. Oh wow. <laughs> There's a WrestleMania three match that we didn't quite get. <laughs> Jake versus Danny Davis. Actually, I'm pretty sure that they, Jake and Danny Davis had a match on TV at some point. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm thinking of Beefcake and Danny Davis from Saturday Night's Main Event. But mm. either way, whatever. Danny Davis, I think, gave his uh, wrestling uniform to uh, Virgil. It looks like because um, later on, when Virgil would wear the uh, you know, the referee outfit. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, they're not wearing stripes back then. <laughs> see that guy with Brian Nobbs' haircut? <sighs> Look, at the crowd wants a DDT, and Jake Jake playing the perfect heel, saying, no, no, no. Yeah, not, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not oh. going to lose to Pat Buchanan in New Hampshire. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> There's Jake. Trust me. Trust me. Do you see that person with a sign that said another perfect day in Daytona? Oh, boy. That was weird. Oh, he stepped on the guy's throat on the way out. They're heavily promoting the Saturday Night's Main Event. That, yeah, you know, I've now covered in podcast form like three times. It's all part of the return of Saturday night's main event taking place right here on Fox 5 beginning at 9 p.m. Yeah, so there's Mooney doing the New York promo for the Saturday night main event. Fox they, 5. I don't think they released two versions of Superstars. Yeah. Yeah, they, they only did this date. But yeah, challenge doing uh, two of them. I, I found that interesting. Yeah, I mean, they, you, you got as much up to date information. But with all the crap happening in the WWF on that month, uh, one thing that I didn't think about until like the other day, 
February is famously back in those days a sweeps month, mm-hmm. and you know they were trying to you know if you notice you'd get a lot more feature matches in February and mm-hmm. May, mm-hmm. yeah, like Hogan Hogan would make his May appearance like the, mm. that that's how things would be, yeah. Involved in the action are going to make their way to Madison Square Garden Sunday afternoon, February 23rd to enter. A- oh, yeah, that's the one that we're, we're going to figure out if we're going to watch that. <laughs> I think I think we should now that now that I'm really oh, thinking about like, it. Yeah. With the with the Battle Royal. Yeah, the Battle that, Royal. That definitely will not have Hawk and Animal. Mm. Repo Man <laughs> will be in the Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a pretty strong Battle Royal lineup there you know that saturday night's main event is actually a great saturday night's main event um it three of the four matches are fucking awesome yeah that's just that's a what oh you're mad because the nasty boys promo <laughs> i don't know <laughs> go ahead. i got i got plenty of other problems but right now th- this promo was one of them Hey Jimmy, now I'm doing what this means. This gives the people, the slime of the rottenest city in the world, a chance to come down and watch the nasty boys, nasty size 18 other slime yes, balls. Hey man, it's New York City, it's Madison Square Garden, and it's a rumble, and you got the two nastiest, baddest cats in the World Wrestling Federation. We're going out to beat people up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, they're very excited, you know, so much so that they would eventually move to the streets of New York City just in time for their uh, WCW run. Is that where they're from? And when they go to WCW, they're from yeah, the they, streets of New York. Yeah, they changed it from Allentown, Pennsylvania, Whitehall Township. Ugh, to yeah. What a bunch of assholes, huh? <laughs> well, uh, we, we know we know you definitely have it out for Brian Knobs. So. <laughs> well, because look, oh, Brian, what a surprise. Brian Knobs cutting a promo and then his buddy's up next. <laughs> oh, the, the hungover star who was hungover at the WrestleMania press conference. And here on GFA Live, we have instituted a policy of this this stage Hogan, 92 Hogan. Yeah. Get, getting the micro machines treatment. So he will he will be heard at a two times speed. We call him it, micro machines, Hogan. But, oh, it's that other game that that we like to play. <laughs> All right, let's the, see. The over-under for the number yep. of times Hulk will say brother. Okay. And we, I, I am going to set it at four and a half. Okay. All right. I'm going. I'm going to play smart this week. <laughs> yeah, okay. you're in hot. You're in hot for like two grand. And if you remember that first week where I told you to just reinvest that grand in Anaheim against Ottawa that afternoon. Yeah. And if you did that, it would be about 1750. So mm. you actually owe me 2750 based right. on our informal verbal agreement. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're going four over under is four and a half. Yes. I'm going to play it smart this week. Over. <laughs> okay. All right, get you get your ears ready and and count the brothers from Hulk Hogan. 
You know something, brother? For those few people left that aren't Hulkamaniacs and that might question Jack Tunney's decision about Henry Flair, the Battle Royal in Madison Square Garden is going to bring it all back to square one. I don't care if it's Sid Justice. If it's a nasty boy, I'll get nasty to them. If it's Rowdy Roddy Piper, you better watch out. If it's Ric Flair, I'll take you down right there. I got a date with Destiny, Madison Square Garden, the Battle Royal, just another test. Wow. <laughs> Did you have the same count as me? One. One. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think Hogan is fucking with you. Hogan traveled back in time and is personally fucking with you by getting into your head with that brother promo where he said it 38 times in a span of 71 seconds. Oh, or, God! Or something, something's really amiss here. That's that's all I could say. <laughs> I mean, Hogan, Hogan at two times speed is a treasure. An absolute treasure. <laughs> Me, me, me losing. Yeah. Well, so so where are we at now? Another grands that's thirty-seven fifty. I don't have that kind of money. You know what? You can work it off. Uh, you may you may come to need to come feed my cat uh, relatively oh, okay. soon. That'll okay. chip off. That'll chip off a couple of bucks. But out, out outside of that, maybe maybe instead I'll forgive the debt. Uh, you and me will fly to Tonga. <laughs> it will record a podcast in Tonga on location outside Haku's house. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he lives in Tonga. I think he lives in like Pennsylvania. <laughs> he probably uh, no, lives in New no, Jersey. No, I'd still I'd still rather go to Tonga than Pennsylvania. Okay. All with right, all well. due, with all due respect to the residents of Pennsylvania, <sighs> I, you know I've been to Pennsylvania a lot of times, but I, when the hell would I ever go to Tonga? Oh, Bill Bad, Johnny B. Bad's brother. <laughs> and Jim James. <laughs> it's a Hogan slaughter match. I mean, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get extremely pissed off. Uh, kid wearing the uh helmet with uh the LOD shoulder pads and Vin- Vince was very excited about it. Did you hear the laugh? I did. Big man, but I, I guess they're a team. <laughs> 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 Vince with the half-assed laugh. So, Slaughter and Duggan against the Beverly Brothers. You know, I've watched that Saturday Night's main event several times, and that match just never registers with me at all. No. It's because there's so much else going on. During that during that Saturday night's main event. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, because there's there's the Piper um there's the Piper issue with like where he's wearing the flak jacket, the shockproof. Yep. Then there's yeah. this obviously Savage and Jake. You know, and then of course the main event. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to be remembered when when you're on the same show as all of that. But I didn't hate them. I did not hate Duggan and Slaughter. I thought it was kind of a, a decent tag team, you know? Yeah, it's it's fine. But my God, Slaughter, I mean, <laughs> he was a traitor to his country. It's like, and he got welcomed back without really any any kind of you know rigorous examination. Yeah. Imagine if he had burned an American flag like they wanted him to. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> yeah, there was no coming back from that if they had run something something like that. 
their problems may have even accelerated a little bit more. Yeah, they may have. Somebody might have actually tried to kill him if he had done that. Yeah. Instead of just supposedly. <laughs> I swear to God, I feel like I already saw. Well, I saw this match on my own, but I thought I saw this match with you. Because it's that guy, that guy with the Lance Storm haircut. Or maybe it's a different guy with a Lance Storm haircut. I mean, it was the 90s. There was a lot of that going around. Yeah. Except Lance Storm kind of stayed with that look a lot later than was socially acceptable. Yes. So this Duggan yelling into his ears. No. Yelling in his ears is cruel. Pulling on his tail is cruel. Everything is cruel. Excuse me if I'm cruel. Mercifully, probably, it's over. <laughs> probably misses his old glasses. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are they going after the other guy? That's the most, heelish, the most heelish Duggan ever was. Imagine a heel turn by Duggan. Boy, that would have been uh, interesting. I mean, I don't think he wanted to interrupt uh, what he had, though. Oh, we get the alley-oop. Oh, we're going to see it in the background here. Because I'm gone. Wait a minute. All right, he did make right. the catch. All right, so let's notice it. Let's let's try to see if Perfect is wearing the same windbreaker oh, when he goes oh, to the okay. funeral parlor. I'm pretty sure he's wearing the windbreaker in the funeral parlor. That was one of the seven text messages that I sent to you. But is it the same windbreaker? Yeah. Oh. I, I, th- I, I don't think, I don't know if he has multiple copies of that one. Funeral parlor. Well, because, I mean, we knew that they weren't, we know they weren't in the audience doing commentary. True. Yeah. Yeah, they hadn't, they hadn't been doing that, I think, since early 88. Yeah. So, Flair is the guest in the funeral parlor. By the way, the alternate version of Wrestling Challenge, for those markets that aired it on Saturday, where they got the no spoilers edition, I guess. Basically, they just re-ran the Sherry uh, funeral parlor from when she proclaimed her love for Buddy Rose. Uh. uh... Oh, he is wearing that. Look at that. Yeah, he's got his fucking windbreaker on. I mean, I guess he's in Daytona in February. I don't know. That's where they were taping this, I think. I read something... Oh, I guess we want to listen to this, right? Well, well, I, well I was just going to say, what a, what a crew that is with those three guys. I know I tweeted out something similar that also had The Undertaker in it. But sure. Yeah. That is a crew. Uh, <laughs> but I was I was going to say, I read something about... Um, so I read something on Flair being a champion and somebody just saying, like, he was just a transitional champion. And I kind of went, oh, that's a shame. But it kind of is true. Like, Flair really wasn't... Mm. He he really was he wasn't even the best part about Ric Flair I think was the his two title victories. Uh, well I I would say the shit early on holding the NWA title when it was uncensored on TV was pretty yeah. friggin' badass. That's badass, yeah. yeah. But I mean he really didn't do much after that. Yeah. You know, it's a shame. Like the guy won the title and he was kind of like an irrelevant champion almost. Yeah. Undertaker against Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice? You know what, Paul Blair? I've heard now that 
has made his apologies to Hulk Hogan. What you don't understand is, Sid Justice, Hulk Hogan, you may have made up yourselves and made yourselves friends. It doesn't matter to myself. It doesn't matter to The Undertaker. You know, I'm sorry. I had to stop this for a second. You ever start watching guys like what they're doing with their hands during <clears throat> during when when it's a two person promo or a multi person promo? Like, <clears throat> what do these guys do with their hands? Uh, like, I'm, I'm fascinated. Like when Jim Cornette is doing one of his diatribes from like an '86 or '87 Crockett show. I <clears throat> like to see what Bobby Eaton is doing with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what Bobby Eaton's doing. <laughs> Somebody pointed out how. Uh, and, and I knew that we were going to do a podcast about Cobra Kai, but and, and we will. But uh, I kind of need to rewatch a little bit more of it is that Ralph Macchio does like a weird thing with his hands, like and, and always has where it's like looks kind of awkward. <laughs> are you saying that there's are you saying that Ralph Macchio may not be the seasoned actor that we all thought he was? <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying that he does his actions with his hands when he's talking are, are a little mm. weird. Mm. Matter to you, Paul Bear, or does it matter to Ric Flair? What matters is tonight, Saturday night main event. Destruction is going to hit for Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice. You know, this is a huge, I mean, this is Flair on one side and Hogan on the other side on television, Mm -hmm. which, you know, in the Royal Rumble, you knew it wasn't going to happen, but they're not promoting it as Flair versus Hogan. So it's the only time, like, the WWF saw fit to run this on TV during this run. Yeah. Either TV or or pay-per-view. Yeah, eh, you're absolutely right. Unless you're counting the MSG ones from... Uh, late 91, which are interesting matches in their own right. But it was MSG TV. It wasn't real. Yeah. It's not real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not real. Well, it was a real television show in, in terms of like, it was a thing that occurred, you know, that, you know, like I always say. Federation Chester. It's the Undertaker. It's Paul Bear. It's the great technician, Mr. Perfect. It doesn't sound like he's an auto repair guy. <laughs> a great technician. He did my brake line last week. <laughs> Wearing a fucking windbreaker. Yeah. Rear ends, tra- rear ends <laughs> trannies. <laughs> I don't know is that the Briscoe Brothers body. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, wait. Patterson does the what was the joke that they did? Uh, I don't know. Tune ups, we built, we built some trannies. <laughs> oh, I, I I know your your uncles and your your you, co- co- you, <laughs> you you worked in your father's garage. <laughs> what do you do in your father's garage? Oh yes. She she really was uh, very good for um, advancing the cause of women. She, she, Mona Lisa Vito. Mona sure. Lisa Vito. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah! <laughs> She's my fiance. 
<laughs> she doesn't mind my hair clips. That certainly explains the hostility. <laughs> Pesci's, hair, Pesci's sideburn clip, world order. Yes. Per- perfect look, so smug. He was very, he, as I always say, he was very good at looking smug. He was not quite to the level of Bob Orton, mainly mm. because he, could, he couldn't bump during this time. No. I guess who did justice and the former, former WWF champion, Hulk Hogan. Pretty unhinged during this uh, promo. Yeah, I it's almost like a ni- it's almost like a '99 flare promo. Seriously, like he he's like heavy breathing. He's like, what? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Back! <laughs> he was like, winding up into it. It's like, buddy, somebody get yeah. this man some oxygen. else in the whole wide world. We're gonna be over seventy-two thousand strong, folks. <laughs> So he thought he was going to get 72,000 in a spring of 92 wrestling event in the United States. Insanity. Oh, here are some celebrities who were in prior WrestleManias that definitely will not be in this one. Well, there's Willie. For spacious skies on the road to WrestleMania. Fucking Vince. Only Vince sees fit to interrupt Willie Nelson. <laughs> oh, he's singing. He's singing um, "America the Beautiful." Oh, fuck that! I'm putting my voice over on it. Well, I got a question. Why do you think they went with "America the Beautiful" more than like the Star Spangled Banner? Uh, lyr- lyrically, it, it it sounds like it. It, it kind of sounds like more like it should be our national anthem. It, than... it does. You're right. It does. I'm not going to deny that. But I mean, every other event does the Star Spangled Banner. Why? Like why? That's well. They. they it might have been because didn't Oakland do the Star Spangled Banner at the first WrestleMania because the celebrity singer no showed. Although I, I'm skeptical that because wouldn't they have promoted a celebrity uh, doing it? But they ne- they never uh, they never they never did. They, yeah. 
like I, I don't recall any promotion of like and so and so was because they were going to name any celebrity that they could get, although they were aiming a lot higher at WrestleMania one than they were at WrestleMania two. Let's say was um did Rock and Robin? She sang America the Beautiful. Ye- yes. Yeah. For uh, crown thy good with brotherhood. Don't they cut it off like midway through it? Uh, <laughs> oh no, they. Well, think- she fucks up and they start at the beginning, right? Yes, yes, she missed her time cue. <laughs> yeah. Gladys Knight sang America the Beautiful. Um, oh, we're not we're not acknowledging that Hogan lost Andre uh in eighty. <laughs> no. Of, well, of course not, no. But yeah. Oh, Mary Hart and Liz. Mary With Hart the Foxes. Uh, <laughs> I'm having a seizure. <laughs> but uh, Vince, Vince, like us know, the foxes are going to run free <laughs> in Indianapolis. <laughs> Fuck. There's, there's Elizabeth in her uh, one of her more famous promos. <laughs> nice to meet you. Elizabeth. It was nice to meet you. Yes. Yeah, the Piper, the Piper's pit with Morton Downey Jr. at that. I, I like more than 99.9% of the populace. And we made sure it was all people who are still with us. Or on decent terms. Oh, Ariba McIntyre sang the uh, national anthem. Oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't need that phone number. Sorry. I'm sure there are still WrestleMania eight tickets available. I I was actually looking at ticket stubs on eBay the other night. What? There's still tickets available. I would think so. Oh, it's Dale Wolf. Dale Wolf looking very Shawn Michaels like. <laughs> you mean to tell me Dale didn't go back to Dusty after Dusty left? You know what? I think he was playing it safe. <laughs> All he cared about was good. They they at least let me keep the initial so that I didn't have to change my boots. <laughs> it's very fucking important to these guys. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, can't, can't fuck penny, everything up. Penny saved is a penny earned. Oh, Papa Shango's debut! Yay! Oh, Papa Shango. What is that? At three hundred three pounds, Papa Shango. Is that why Hogan stopped being billed at 303? Because Shango was now at 303? <laughs> I think we can't Hogan, have, we can't have two guys with the same weight, pal. I think Hogan. Uh, well, I think Hogan lost a little bit. You know. Yes. <laughs> he was slimming down in his later age. Yeah, he was trying to get quicker. I always like when they say like a dude goes from 290 to 285. He's trying to get quicker. Like yes. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. He made it through two gimmicks. Actually, three gimmicks if you count. Because Kama, Kama the Supreme Fighting Machine and Kama in the Nation were different gimmicks. Yeah, absolutely. He just happened to have the same name. It was like Crush. It's like, yeah, he's the same same name, but different look. Did he now? Did he leave for like a quick minute when he was Kama and like the Million Dollar Corporation, and then came back in the Nation? 
Yeah, he wasn't yeah, really there. Yeah, because he wasn't around. He wasn't around because he's in the second iteration of the nation. Yeah, he, like, after the Million Dollar Corporation, after Kama, there's, because he doesn't show up until the summer of 97. I think he kind of takes the spot that Ahmed Johnson would. Remember when Ahmed was going to join the nation? I think yep. Kama took that spot when Ahmed had his uh, usual, uh, like, rib injury or something. All right, we're we're not at the point where Shango is going to make uh, shit come out of people's body, mm. not literal I, shit. I love like, that part. Oh, the like the Oakland one with the uh, thing down his uh, jacket. Yeah, just because the way Oakland sells it, it's so bad. Like he's like, ah, bro, ah. The fuck is this? Drampooey? <laughs> Everybody knows I don't drink Drampooey. This is the worst. God damn it, this is the worst fucking rib anybody's ever played on me. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, there's a shoulder. What kind of likeness is that? There's a good <laughs> shoulder breaker there. You know, I kind of like Papa Shango's look. Maybe I'll come around on this guy over the next several weeks. <laughs> well, he's gonna, he's on challenge the same weekend, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, was, what was his post-match thing? I can't remember. <laughs> I think he just he put the curse on the person. Oh, okay. Now well, is Dale Wolf still alive? I want to see how cursed he is. Sort of a ritual as this he is performing now. <laughs> Well, there it is, the debut of Papa Shango. I, I just, I just, I never could get over that. I never could get over the fact that they thought he was going to be this main event guy. <laughs> and that's, he, he ran in after, he, he was the fucking guy that ran in. It could have been anybody that ran in at the end of that friggin' Hogan-Sid match. And it's fucking Papa Shango. Well, like, well, let's 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 think about it here. WrestleMania main event run-ins. Uh, the history of that up to that point was pretty much non-existent because you had Snuka and Orton as kind of the corner men, and they had their little thing. But yeah. I wouldn't necessarily count that because it didn't impact, and they just went at each other and didn't impact anything else. Right. Bundy Hogan, Heenan doesn't get into the cage until afterwards. Yes. Uh, Heenan doesn't do anything at three. Mm-hmm. At four, you know how it went down at four. Hogan rolled in the ring. He did So he did a run-in because he it actively interfered with the main event match. Andre yeah. passively interfered with it yeah. by standing in Savage's way. And, like, pulling on the ropes when Savage was in the Million Dollar Dream. Yeah. 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 At, at five, I'm not counting Elizabeth standing in the way of the ring post no. spot. Six Hogan Warrior, there wasn't anything, and it's seven. Maybe Adnan got in a small cheap shot, but that that doesn't count for what we're right. going for. So it's the second time you're doing a major run-in of a WrestleMania, and it's fucking Hogan and Papa Shango. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's just now, hear me out. If he had been, if he had come in as Kama, the Supreme Fighting Machine. 
I mean, oh, it was way too early because 92 yeah. was way too early for that. That would have made more sense. Mm-hmm. But I guess there was nobody else on the roster that was going to run in to kind of break up the pin or something. You know what I mean? Because yes. who, who the hell else was going to do it? I just yeah. find it so funny that it was that fucking Papa Shango. Like, that's what you had. That was that's the guy that's in Vince's pocket. Like, oh, this is a good shit, pal. Like, well, and then the next year they did Fuji with on with the salt on Brett. Although, yeah, that depends if you count that as the main event, since there was still one more match. <laughs> Duh. Hey, it's the Mountie. You know, I know he I think. Well, did he get fired right after his match? But I think it would have been awesome if it was Jake that ran in. Hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, Jake was holding him up for money at Russell yeah. at at eight. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. At eight, and it was probably like, yeah, you're not you're not doing anything. You know, it, it's just such a weird run in because you're running in on a guy who was about to leave for a long period of time. Right. So what's what happens to your heat attacking that because Hogan's not going out as a result of an injury angle. We're we're not doing that because they weren't sure he was going to be back. It's just so funny that Hogan in 1992, we thought Hogan was going to retire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he thought he was going to go do movies and then Mr. Nanny happened and it was like, um, yeah, you know, over three, really? So. Uh, we're, we're doing a we're not doing a Piper Coke scale for the inset promo, are we? Because he's only got like 15 seconds. No, because no, I don't think we have yeah. to. Maybe maybe uh, I should he's cut. Still, I'm gonna <laughs> say he's nine here, though. I, I'm gonna have to cut the scale down to zero to seven since the promo is only gonna be half okay, as long. All right, then I'll say seven. Okay. <laughs> Tonight, Mr. Mountie, I'm Mountie, I'm Mount you, baby. I'm such a good wrestler, I can put a sandwich on my back and starve you to death. You want to fight for the Intercontinental title? Come on down tonight. But you're going to find out I'm too legit to quit, baby. Nope, still 14. <laughs> he, he managed to squeeze in a lot there. Yeah, uh, Roddy Piper two times speed is not anything I ever want to contemplate ever again. Managed to squeeze in. <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. Really looks like Mickey J is the referee, but I don't think that's him. No, I don't recognize that. Is that that's not Joey Morella, right? No, it is no. not. No, it's well, not Joey Morella. What, what's interesting is the Maudi won with not one of his. He just won with a drop kick. Mm. What is this? He fucking Vern Gagne and the wrestler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just like how his post-match bit is to taser his opponent. Like, what the fuck? That's one of the more fucked up things. <laughs> the dude's already pretty out of it. You're going to fucking taser? I guess he's tasering him awake. It's his brand of justice. <laughs> the Mounties justice. Oh, God. He's, he's still got that unfortunate sideburn look, you know, where it's way too up on the side of his head. Well, we're back in the event center now with Tucson's own Sean Mooney. I don't know why I've been picking on Tucson the last few weeks. Yeah, I don't know what's... You're picking on a lot of areas, you know, Pennsylvania. Oh, come on, Pennsylvania. I was comparing you with Tonga. Wouldn't you rather go to Tonga? I'd rather go to Tonga. Yeah. Uh, 
It's oh. Teddy. Oh, so last week, Sherry said she's in love with Shawn Michaels, and Teddy the Swinger DiBiase has uh, decided to let her go. And she's welcome back anytime. So I guess this must be a contractually obligated promo she has to do mm. with Teddy for the uh, uh, <laughs> the no time limit match with DB with T- uh, El Matador Chico. <laughs> well, let's see how far we make him go. Ninety minutes. Yeah, Farmer Burns and Hackenschmidt, <laughs> DiBiase Santana. Farmer Their Burns. names will be said through the annals. You know. <laughs> well, Matador, you've got a, a no-time-limit match with yours truly, the million-dollar man. But time, Sherry, is as you perceive it. Therefore, Matador, ten minutes with the million-dollar man could be a lifetime to you. But I guarantee you, this time, Matador, will be the last time I guarantee you that. And by the way, yeah. we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Why <laughs> they were making such googly eyes towards each other there? Yeah, it almost makes you think that she didn't really want to leave hmm. Teddy and go to uh, and go to Shawn Michaels. Maybe uh, I, I don't know. There's more than that that meets the eye. I, I wish more of that could have been explained in retrospect. Maybe maybe we will figure it out in the coming weeks. Who knows? According to Ted DiBiase, if you don't but, think- yeah. I was surprised we did not get the El Matador uh, promo immediately after. They they like to do that during this time period. And unfortunately, we're going to get uh, <laughs> Duggan and Slaughter again. Oh, boy. Yeah. Look at that look. Slaughter with his Mike Ditka mustache. And, <laughs> like and Ditka. <laughs> Duggan with his face in just a unfortunate-looking position. Like, like he's, uh, I don't even know. You know, folks, I've had my ear to the ground listening, and I don't hear no earthquake, and I've had my eye on the news, and I don't see typhoons coming. All I see are two proud Americans standing tall and proud. He's still upset with Typhoon, as you mentioned, about the Hulkamaniacs team from Survivor Series 90 not not maintaining their unity. He has his eye on the TV and his other eye is on the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I always like when Duggan would kind of make light of that. Like it brought him a certain humanity, I think. <laughs> you ever uh, heard of stepping stone, earthquake, typhoon? That's what you're going to be because we want to become the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight tag team champion. Yeah. How's Saddam doing? <laughs> Treason. I just want to like heckle this guy. Like, if I was at a show during this time, I would have just heckled the fuck out of him. You, <laughs> you son of a bitch, traitor! Like, he's just trying to make his way to the ring holding an American flag, and I'm just like quoting his promo. You're a traitor! <laughs> January of '91. Like, oh, you're you're burning Hogan's shirt. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that's our that's our flag. Just go where where are those boots Saddam gave you? <laughs> what happened? Did you put them on eBay? Oh, wait, that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> oh, there's that picture that I tweeted out with the boss man and repo man. Yeah. And how it, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's worthy of a T-shirt. Unfortunately, it's during the boss man hat era. Get your mer- get your merch in the photo. The boss man hat era. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hat era. I and love it. it. 
And and there's our good friend Theodore DiBiase. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, Uncle Junior, the million dollar man, yes. Look at this. He just smelled a fart. <laughs> well, he's a rich guy. He's got better smelling farts, right? Is that yes. how it works? Yes. S. Laughter and uh, Dugan. Yeah, it's John, John and Fred. John, John and Fred. <laughs> See, this one's worthy of a T-shirt right here. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper holding the IC title. Flair holding the winged eagle. Yes. Champion versus champion. Nassau Coliseum. A complete shithole. Although maybe in 1992 it wasn't that bad relative to other arenas. Well, I know that we got promotional considerations. And you know that they don't change week after week. So... (laughs) It's kind of funny to me that we're watching the exact same stuff and trying to find a new spin on it each week. I mean, the Terminator. I, I've never seen Terminator 2, nor have I seen Terminator 1. You know, brother, they were, they offered me the role of the Terminator. <laughs> and he turned, turned it down it to, because he's I, so intelligent, yes. I turned it down, and then they offered it to OJ, and OJ turned it down. And then they went to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, brother. You know, that thing that I said either a week ago or the week before about how I was mad as a kid because the GNC and the Woburn Mall didn't look like that? Yes. I just want to reiterate that that is true. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, we know our order. It's Terminator 2, GNC, and then Hulk Hogan vitamin ad to be named later. I will say that the GNC and the Medellin Mall in Medford did look like that. Okay. Just, what? just for, just to let you know. Good, good for the Meadow Glen Mall, which good. has gotten more references on this podcast than in any form of media in the last fifteen years. <laughs> Since I think it's called something else now, anyway. But we've now reached the part of the show for the Hulk Hogan vitamins, and uh, which one do you think it's going to be? Because I, I can't remember. Um, at this point, it's the later of the two, so it's just him with the kids going, "Yay!" Now they got they got to bring back Hogan uh, Hogan lifting the kid onto the rings. Uh, he's the guy. The oh, oh right, it's it's the stupid uh, Hasbro one. It's the tag team. It's done. It's... Punish your opponent with drop kicks. The WWF ring rolled up spring action for furious flying tackles. The WWF ring comes with flag and championship belt. Why did it come with a flag? So that you could give it to Slaughter, so he could burn it. <laughs> Why are you burning a plastic flag? Don't worry. Because because in my wrestling, in my Hasbro Federation, I was willing to go places that the WWF wouldn't go. It's like when 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 I did a Nikolai Volkov gets toes amputated on his left foot. That's right. So now now I have a deformed LJN figure. All right, That's now now has got to be the whole. I, I ran a lot of rape angles back in the. <laughs> No, 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 but it was male rape angles. It was different. Oh, like Oz. Okay. Yeah, it was Oz. Not, not, not Kevin Nash, the, no. the, the show. Oz. No, no, no. All right, so Ho- the, not, this has got to be the Hogan thing right here. Yeah. When you select vitamins, do you choose the only one with all natural colors, flavors, and sweetness? Beta carotene? <laughs> can't do what? it. Again, Hogan's fucking me again. Because <laughs> I said it was going to be the later one. And you so, went, no, Hogan's going to come back and be lifting the kid. <laughs> and he comes back, he's lifting the goddamn kid. He he was very concerned that he he looked weak by his very effeminate, yay. Yay. <laughs> it's like, 
Is that you, Hulk, or did Fred Schneider uh, dub in you, for your voice there? Jesus. I don't know. Why Why is Hogan... What is Hogan's vendetta against me? <laughs> <laughs> what did I ever do to him? <laughs> well, it could be any number of different things. <laughs> Maybe we can explore that in future Hulk weeks. Vitamins, the new champion of children's chewables. I love how it's still going to be the champion of children's chewables. It's, it's not... Not content to be, a, you know, a main event level guy. <laughs> New champion of children's troubles. <laughs> it's not going to work for me, brother. Oh, so we we will watch the following week's superstars, but that'll be in two weeks because we've, we've got to see the February night challenge. Yes. I mean, that's, that's happening. But look. Let Vince say what's coming up. This will be the Intercontinental Champion, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Piper's not going to have the belt. And nonetheless, he'll be here. Joining us as well, Shawn Michaels. And then oh. from there, the Nasty Boys. And tonight, on Saturday Night's Main Event, we'll see the World Wrestling Federation Champion, Ric Flair, team up with The Undertaker, squaring off against the tag team of Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice. Let's hear comments now from some of the parties involved in Saturday Night's well, here's the thing with with Sid is when he when he turns he he becomes flair, friends with Flair a little little too quick. Mm. They, they 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 patch things up. Uh, may, maybe it's that shared horseman history. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we get to hear from Undertaker first. I mean, you know, he's definitely. It, it's funny because to me, he's number four out of the guys in that match. I th- I think he would be number three to most people, but. You know, my my Sid worship and all. Yes. Hopefully we get a Sid promo out of this. I can't remember if we do. Well, I think we're getting comments from everybody. Oh. Oh, tonight you'll see my Undertaker team with Ric Flair against the Immortal Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice. No one's immortal. There's no justice in death. As the dark clouds have rolled in, justice. You now stand beside a marked man. Hey, isn't his name Mark? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha. Wink, wink. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt you, Mister Cowboy. And as you stand, you will fall. Rest in peace. Boy, he really hogged the time that was remaining. There's like 65 seconds, and he took mm-hmm. like half of it. All right, 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 all right. This is a chance for me to get my money back. Oh, <laughs> I'm not doing double or nothing. Come on. Come on. All right. Let me. You're financing my trip to Tonga. Okay. All right. $1,000. <laughs> over under is four and a half. Oh, I don't think. Uh, no, for this one. For this one, I got to go exactly three. Okay. You're going three? Three exactly, yes. Okay. $1,000. Mm-hmm. No, wait, double or nothing. <laughs> Over. Okay, he's got to go. So he's got to say it at least four times. Yes. Okay. I'm going to leave it at one time speed because I can't process it twice in one show. All right. You know something, Hulkamaniacs? Sid Justice didn't understand the power of Hulkamania. But after his apology, he now has the respect for the power the little Hulkamaniacs have. Tonight, you're going to see me and Sid Justice wipe the floor with Ric Flair and The Undertaker. And what you're going to do when Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice lay some heavy-duty justice on you? 
A big fat zero. <laughs> I think time traveling Hulk Hogan is definitely fucking with you on a very personal level. He didn't even say what. Maybe he was trying to get rid of a verbal tick. I don't know. Why? Now what do I owe you? <laughs> Seven thousand? Uh, about seventy-five. Well, let's say seventy seventy-five hundred. Yes. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you charged to Chris and a kid. <laughs> Seven thousand. <laughs> oh God, Keithy. Oh, mm. Yeah. <laughs> I I I give I give thanks for you every day. <laughs> yeah, he's putting my kids through You're college. Fuck everything up. <laughs> no, not not everything. He's putting my kids through. Lady, he's putting my kids through college. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. We got down, we got up, we got funky, and we got bad. I'm very excited right now. We sure did. <laughs> I'm very pleased. I'm very excited to be making kielbasa tonight for dinner. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Ah, did you now, smoke? But, but, are you smoking this yourself? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I mean, I, it's it's already... Oh, good. Yeah, so I, I, I just got to grill it, get down the proper grill lines. So. Good. Good, good. How did your sauce come out last week that you were making? Good. <laughs> good. good. How many onions? <laughs> a couple, couple tree onions. <laughs> no, uh, I don't put too many onions. That's the thing. I don't put too many onions. Did you put any um, beta carotene in it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I, I want it to be orange. I want it to be as orange as possible. Beta carotene. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yes. Oh. That is the end of that is the end of our show this week. Very tidy. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, how how, how tidy? Uh, under under two, well under two hours. Wow! Holy yeah. shit! Hey, I mean, you know, we we have a lot of stuff to get to with the episode of challenge. So, you know, we're we're gonna cut Kerry getting busted. You got the Denver title change. Yep. You know, but, you know, we can discuss Legion of Doom when Legion of Doom is out there. I mean, yeah, yeah we won't be seeing him as much now, but I know we're going to see him at least one more time. Yeah, we'll see him. We'll see yeah. him again real soon. Yes. Well, thank, thank, thank you so much, Keithy. Thank you. I, yes. I, I definitely do not like this new Skype call screen. What, what the hell is this? Like, why do we have to have the side by side pictures? It's freaking me out. <laughs> Especially since my picture looks very weird. Well, my, uh, I'm looking at me. I look 20 years younger in that photo, but it was just taken last year. <laughs> God damn. Uh, 2021 uh, was a hell of a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed it mm-hmm. was. And well, how. Well, please, if you've enjoyed whatever it is that we've done here, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, wherever fine podcast reviews are accepted, because it provides us known as social proof that you're listening to and enjoying the show. I'm on Twitter at GFAlitalPod. Keithy's on Twitter at Flounder824. Tune in next time for another exciting edition of GFAY. Seven thousand I owe ya. Seventy five hundred.